You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It is Friday. Well, it might be Thursday night when I put this up. I don't know. It's very confusing. But this is the Overtime Podcast brought to you by the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. I'm so excited that the week's almost over. Hooray. I'm so thrilled that another week is going by without me catching the Rona. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, and Ron Gilbert is on vacation. He's in Sedona, I think, channeling good vibes through crystals with his dad. Good for him. And uh, we brought in a little guest today to help us out, a very special guest, and I mean special in every sense of the word, Ryan Black, the sports editor of the Manhattan Mercury, and also well-known for being a member of the Insiders on the Powercat Insiders podcast, which takes place in football and basketball season. I assume we're going to do it again. I haven't asked anyone, but I think everyone will be game. It's fun. Ryan, how are you? I'm I'm doing okay. It's been this is the first time I've, I've talked to you semi face to face in a while. It's crazy. I'm a very social person, and I've been locked in this house. I mean, I went 45 days without leaving the house, basically, and now I'm venturing out. But now the infections are beginning to settle in. Uh, they're they're beginning to get more and more in Manhattan, and I might have to go back into lockdown. I am not happy, Zach. I'm not happy. Oh. I just figured out that I can get my booze from the fridge without contact, so maybe I'll still do that. I drive up after ordering on the app and paying on the app, and they put it in the back of my car, and I leave. I want everything like that. I mean, if I could just, like, have drive through food where I just pulled up, popped my trunk and or my hatch, and they just threw it in the back, slapped me on the rear bumper and told me to go home, that'd be great. The less I have to deal with people the better I am, and that has nothing to do with the coronavirus. What's wrong with you? But I'm also a very social person. I miss my friends. I miss you guys. Zach, I, this is the only way I've seen you now for three months. I know. I brought you McDonald's once. Do you want me to do that again for you? Uh, no. I've been actually, uh, the Traeger has been really, uh, really good to me. I've been cooking a lot, although Becky made incredible meatloaf last night. Um, so it was, uh, but back to the trigger tonight uh i'm actually i think beginning to lose weight because i'm actually eating healthier ryan you were not familiar with what the overtime is and the stupidity that follows but you're about to learn all you want to learn about the overtime because people ask us questions that have nothing to do with sports quite often and we decided to answer them every friday in the overtime podcast so here we go your questions from Wabash Station. Zach is back to being the MC because Gills Ooh. is off in Arizona with limited Wi-Fi, limited humidity, and lots of fun. So, Gills, hope you're having fun. Uh, we're not missing you. We got black. 
Well, you only you only switched them out for a last name, so that at least consistency I know it's there. made it so easy yeah. for me, and and but it also confusing. Sometimes I'm going to be texting Tom Gilbert at Sports Information stuff for Ryan Gilbert, or I'll be sending you or many of the other Ryans in my life stuff that are for the, the, fir- the first two emails this is kind of a side note the first two emails from the liberty bowl were supposed to be to ryan lackey and they came to me and i'm like yeah i don't think you because they were like you know when do you think coach Kleiman will be able to do this and when can you get your players here and i'm like i don't think this email no. was meant for me no. and then harold grader who's over the liberty bowl was like oh sorry ryan it's meant to go ryan lackey i was like uh, i'm surprised it hadn't happened more to be no. honest with you I uh, you should get all the emails all the emails from all of them I don't, no all emails everyone's email should go to you <laughs> just just to make it easy on us zach i hope we got good stuff because we're going to start right now here we go pretty good from exhausted nihilist zach is it too late for you to start a fake twitter account for the mhk gator on the loose probably should have suggested that last week that mm. is good yeah. hey, hey ryan black since you're a part of a an entire news gathering organization yes not just the the stuff we do yeah they never found the second gator did they no not to my knowledge oh, boy. no but uh man it, that those stories have done numbers on our website i bet it's it's coronavirus and gators those are the two big two big oh and sammy wheeler getting cleared of his arrest but in terms of non well, I say semi-sports stuff because the coronavirus, you count enough K-State football, that's one thing. But And I'm sorry, that is my cat. I did not know he was going to be coming in. That is an added element to this podcast, Zach. We haven't had a cat yet. We have my dogs. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats. Oh, no. This is going to be <laughs> – this will test the limits of this Zoom connection. Um, yeah, so there's still a gator on the loose. Ryan, Zach had a great idea. If forced to change their mascot, Manhattan High now could be the gators. That's that is a very good point. You know, a good tail. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good. Idea. I mean, I, I like the idea. Like I said, if they, if they well, because and right, guys. I mean, because I I need to research a little more myself. But it's like right as I was getting here is when they changed. Like so now they don't have an actual costumed. Right. I guess at some point they had a costume. Oh. Well, they really have not had a costume in forever. They okay. might have had one a long time ago, but like not. You know, not in my lifetime. You know, not in the last 30 years, at least. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to add a lot to the podcast. Don't worry about that cat one bit. I appreciate the input. No, he's he's a yeah, he's real friendly. What is what is the cat's name? It's this is Sunny. 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 But what I was saying was, I just remember that I, I thought the the school board or the administrators had passed a. A resolution of some sort that, like, they were not going to adopt a wolf. It was going to be kind of like, like Kansas City. Yeah, they they voted on a wolf, and you know, knowing some students there, they're just like, we don't really care. Yeah, and, like they haven't made a, they haven't gotten a costume yet. I'm not really sure what the status is on that. I but I think they need to pivot right into the gator. The gator, I like it. Me, big fan. A good story. I mean, be a unique mascot for the middle of Kansas, the Gators. Yeah, and you can get it's not like you can name the you know Bishop Stadium the Swamp. I like it. Yeah, can't do the Gator Chomp though. No, apparently, apparently no. that's. Yeah, I'm really I'm very confused at this point. I guess there's a racist background to it. I had no idea. Amazing. To the to the the Gator Chomp. Yeah, it's now gone. The chomp. The, yeah. The Chomp. Yeah, it's now gone. It's been. Okay, I don't know how I didn't see this. I guess I need to. Look that up. I, I was not aware of this. That was today. Yeah. It moves fast now, Ryan. Man. Uh, I mean, things are 
Uh, Aunt Jemima went out, which is probably yep. okay. And then Uncle, Uncle poor ben. Uncle Ben went, and I guess Uncle Ben was actual person who was a chef and a farmer. So poor Uncle Ben lost out. I don't I don't know what's going on anymore. All I know is there's a gator on the loose in Manhattan, Kansas, and Zach needs to have that Twitter. Next question is also from Exhausted Nihilist. If you were forced to leave Manhattan, what other city in Kansas would be your second choice and why? Well, this is a horrible question for Ryan Black. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you can sit this one out unless you've got something. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, no, I don't, I don't have a good answer for it. No, I'm going to set it out. Well, I'm from Kansas. I grew up in Kansas. I'm from Salina, and I don't have a good answer. I really don't know. I This is the only town in Kansas that I really want to be in. I mean, I guess the other answer would be something in Kansas City. But, folks, if I lived in Kansas City, I, I don't have kids, so I'd probably be on the Missouri side um, where the fun is, so to speak. I don't know. Zach, do you have an answer for this? Not Really? I mean, you're from Manhattan. I mean, I, like, if I had to, if I was forced to leave, uh, my dad used to live in Salina That's for right. roughly seven years. I enjoyed going over there, but it, it's one of those like it's it's nice to visit, you yeah. know, for like a day. Like, go get your teeth cleaned at the dentist. There's and, nothing wrong with Salina, Kansas. I grew yeah. up there. I uh, I escaped the gang life, and I had all my tattoos removed from growing up in Salina. But it's you know, it's a nice community. Who were the active gangs in Salina, Kansas? No, there was no gangs in Salina, Kansas. Salina, Kansas was a great place to grow up, a great place, and and also a very culturally mixed place. So we had, you know, predominantly white, but you know we had it was a good place. Salina Central High School was a good high school to go to, but I don't want to go back to my hometown. And I, I've got an answer. I apologize. I actually have an answer. If I had to move to another oh. town, it'd be Council Grove. I would go mm-hmm. down there, get a house on the lake, and. Uh, Make sure I had good internet and never see you guys ever again. Just be sitting be on sitting on the side of the the lake, peering out over the water, writing my great American novel. Or, or not a great I'd, American novel, an average American. I'd settle for a mediocre American novel. Hmm. See, I wouldn't want to live in Lawrence, I don't think. But Which like not maybe a bad that's town. where I'd pick. It's that's not where a bad I'd town. pick, probably. If not for yeah. all the bird flu infections over there, it's it's not a bad place. Like, I don't want to live in Wichita. Wichita is just kind of, I don't know, Lubbocky, if you feel me. It's yeah. kind of like an oasis in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't want to live in Topeka because it's Topeka. And then Kansas City is Kansas City. Does I don't know. Count? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to offend anybody that's listening to this podcast. I know that there are people living in the places that I just trashed, but I'm – you listen to this because you enjoyed Manhattan at some point in your life, and that's what I enjoy. There we go. Also, another question from Exhausted Nihilist. If you could build a new interstate highway directly from Manhattan, which di- which direction and to what other city or destination would you choose and why? Well, and this, Besides we, Riley's Whataburger in Edmond. <laughs> I, I don't quite understand this question. We've already got, I mean, it doesn't go directly through Manhattan, but we've got east-west, so that leaves us north. Well, I don't want to go north. South from here kind of goes to Tulsa-ish, maybe south. I think if I had anything, I would want a high-speed rail to Denver from here, not a highway. I don't want to be driving. You just gave me an option to do more driving. Give me a high-speed rail so I can be in Denver in about three hours. That's really high-speed. I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't mind a four lane highway to what is it, Cassidy or El Dorado? 77 and 177. Oh. If I made one of those four lanes, I'd be happy. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not feeling interstate. That actually was going to be my answer because, like, El Dorado's where I always go to get on I 35. Right. Here. Yep. Right. And, then, and, like, now with that god awful construction, uh, it's just it's abysmal. It's it, Everything in the state of Kansas is under construction right now, particularly yeah. Manhattan. Oh, man. Tell me about it. So, yeah, that would have been my answer, too, Zach. Okay. One of those two. Yeah, north up to Omaha or Lincoln wouldn't be terrible, I guess. But I wouldn't use it very often, but yeah, it wouldn't be terrible. It, it don't really go there. Moving on to WTDD 2001. If you had to live in a in a 105 degree humid summer all year or a sub zero winter all year, what would you choose? Ryan Black, I'm interested to hear your answer. Oh, uh, man. You know, I guess I would say, okay, and, and the, the question was all year, right? Yeah. So if it was right. every day. 365 days. It's like the a defective biodome, I guess. Instead of getting 80 degrees and sunny, you get either god-awful hot or god-awful cold. I'll be honest. I guess, and this probably, guys, won't surprise you given that you saw me in Mississippi. I mean, I would take the hot every day just because, like, man, like – cold i mean what about if i can't move my fingers i can't like yeah I, I get hot i mean i'm gonna sweat and stuff but i'm still i mean i feel like i can still move around and do stuff like sub-zero temperatures things might like be frozen i can't really do anything yeah. yeah i just feel like there's at least there's more stuff i would be able to do with it hot than if it's like said like if if, if uh sub-zero temperatures outside i mean that what am i going to get done if i have to go out and do anything maybe i don't know i'm interested to see your guys answer yeah it might zach, be the zach what's yeah. yours Sub-zero is, like, dangerous. Yeah. Like, 105 degrees is dangerous, but you can function. Like, you can it's not shade. that. Yeah. It might be humid. Yeah, if it's humid, that, yeah, that sucks. But you can at least somewhat function. You don't have to bundle up every time you go outside. Yeah. And worry about frostbite. Yeah, that's my yeah. thought. You have to worry about sunburn, you know? Yeah, like I said, yeah that's true. I'll acclimate to 105. Uh, you can't acclimate to sub-zero. I mean, you just wear a bunch of clothes and can't move. Yeah. Give me the heat, man. I want the heat. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to agree with that one, but okay. Yeah. Riley would have uh, said cold. Yeah. Because he's lame. That's why we got rid of him. We got rid of him just because of that. He's absolutely right. Okay. We got a couple weird questions there from two different people, but they're sort of related. Mm. Uh, from Gato Blanco in Mexico, a debate I had with friends. When you pee, do you pee through the hole in your underwear or question. over the top of your underwear? This is a really good question. Ryan Black, welcome to the overtime. Uh, I pull down. I've never I've never understood the hole in the front. I don't need that little thing in the front. Uh, I don't know. I'm a I'm a waistband pull downer. You are a bad, bad boy. You guys want, I don't wear underwear that has holes in it. Yeah, you, now they're just getting rid of that, aren't they? That's not really a thing on most, you know, nice boxer briefs or trunks. Maybe on boxer briefs a little bit, but on yeah. the, the trunks I wear, nothing, you know. But I think the one time I did pee through the hole is when you're like a kid, when you're like five or six, and you're like, why is there a hole in my underwear? And then your your dad's like, oh, well, you can pee through it. And you're like, what? So you try it once. And you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've this ever done. This is not in my convenient life. at all. And then you never do it again. Yeah. Ryan? Well, I guess I actually have a different answer here. Whereas, like, when I was a kid, I would pull down. But, like, since I do wear mainly 
you know, boxers where it has the hole, that's what I usually use. Yeah, there we go. I just unzip and I just go. What? Okay. I'm surprised. I, yeah. I personally would uh, embrace going back to peeing how I did when I was a little kid. Just go into the public restroom and take my <laughs> pants down around my ankles and pee. Yeah. It's very convenient. You're just out there, man. It's it's freeing. There's, there's no chance so of any spillage. It's great. Can you guys see my cat when I'm talking? I yeah. don't notice he's yeah. on the camera. Slightly, he's staring at me. But, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. He's eyeing me, man. He's going that. We're not really looking at it. That, that, yeah. That cat yeah, like, is going to, like, like when you show up at first grade, you know who's been in public before and who yeah. hasn't. When you go to the bathroom, like after recess, and you see at the urinals, and you're like, is it your first time here, man? Like, have you ever been to a sports game with your dad and peed in a trough? Like, come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't pull your pants down next to the trough. I'm looking forward to going back to Tanner's and, and peeing with my pants around my ankles. That's going to be my new thing. Post-pandemic, Tim's going to pee with his pants down around his ankles. We've got another pee question oh, from yeah. I Like Pickles Cat. This is great. Do you pee in the pool? No. 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 No, and Zach, you can explain chlorine to me all you want. It still freaks me out that when I'm in oh. Vegas, everyone's peeing in the pool. No, I mean, when you're peeing in the pool, your your urine will bond with the chlorine, and it'll create chemicals called chloramines and that's actually what you can smell nice like chlorine is technically an odorless gas or an an odorless you know compound um so when it bonds with all the junk and the germs and the grossness that's where the smell comes from interesting so so like if you walk by your hotel pool and you can like if you walk through the hotel lobby and you can smell the pool don't go into it don't go into it. You do not want any part of that. That mm. pool needs to be backwashed. Hmm. <laughs> Folks, this life this advice from up. Zach Carlson is brought to you by the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. The Fridge. Thank you, fridge. Making pee for pools since the day it opened. There we go. But, like, it's just, I can't even think, like, why would you want to pee in front of someone? Like, you can look at someone in the eyes while peeing. Ooh. And they wouldn't know, but now you I'm, would know. Now I'm interested yeah. in doing it. Oh. I'm interested oh. in just having a conversation with you, Zach, staring at you in the eyes while I pee. It's empowering. It is it's gross. Empower- yeah, it is. I dem- and then, like, you get it on your suit. Like, that makes your suit dirty, you know? Like, like you just peed in your suit. Like, would you pee on the deck? No, you wouldn't. Don't pee in the pool. I guess the, another unrelated, well, r- related question. It wasn't asked, but do you pee in the shower? Uh, I have at times because I don't always have choices on when to pee anymore because of the my issues. Fair enough. Right? I'm not gonna say I've never done it. I don't do it regularly. But you know, oh. I mean, you could be a rower and pee on your hands. That one still freaks me out. That freaks me out. What? Yeah, they pee on their hands to help build up the calluses, like the chemicals in the. I've urine. heard. That, I remember that Moises Alou, the former you know, baseball player and manager, said that he would do that when he played. Was, I have never, I have yeah. never heard of that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Especially because I don't think because that's because remember the Alous, they were like like the only people who don't really use batting gloves. So they said, oh, it makes your hands stronger if you do that. There you go. I always thought it was crazy, but hey, I mean, I'm not a professional baseball player, so I don't. Now the cat's staring at you like you're a weirdo. 
Yeah, well, he has a litter box. He doesn't really have anything to say. Okay. I could use a litter box. That'd be great. Up until probably a year ago, I was absolutely adamant. Like, I do not pee in the shower. But, like, there's been a couple times in the last, like, few months where I'm just like, man, I don't want to go to the toilet. And you're like, you're getting in the shower and you just forget to go. And you're just like, whatever. Just do it. But, like, it's, it's like if you don't aim for the drain, you're going to get it everywhere and it's still going to smell. It's disgusting. So do it limitedly, I guess. I'm going to get you a t shirt that says aim for the drain. It rhymes. It's a good rhyme. I know. I like it. Introducing the Two Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Next question is from Emaw Wildcat 82 So how is it that Boys City, Oklahoma has a power cat on their water tower? Have some rogue alumni taken over the town? And he says bonus points for correct pronunciation of the town. And it's not like the one in Idaho. It's spelled like Boise. But as I learned in the thread, it is pronounced boys, which is lame. Uh, but it is uh, more bonus points if Riley Gates can find it on the map. And I don't know if Emo Wildcat hasn't listened in the last couple months, but Riley has been removed from this podcast. Mm, mm. But he would not be able to because it's in Oklahoma. Mm, no, uh, I didn't but know that we, about boys, Oklahoma. Uh, well, I mean, it's in the panhandle, they probably just. K-State's pretty liberal with the power cat. You don't. You just have to pay licensing on sales, and you can use it for your high school. I think you pay $1 a year or $1 for 100 years or something for the rights to use it, and yeah. then you pay the licensing on it. Like Yeah, so, I mean, whatever easy. that is. If you sell T-shirts that like has a power cat on it, you got to pay. Yeah, it doesn't cost that's the school pretty, anything. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, I, that seems like a very good deal if I'm a school looking for a logo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I think it's very generous, case, and it's helped. The thought was, let's get the mark out there, and it'll help people identify it around the country. Well, right, you guys have seen all the photos, right, of, of you know Mahomes. He played at high school yeah. at the Power Cup. Yeah. There in Texas. Yeah, so, and then later in the question, he, he asks, how many other out-of-state Power Cats do we know of? And he mentioned Blue Springs, Missouri, right. has a blue one. And is this a subliminal recruiting tactic of he- former head coach Bill Snyder? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I thought it was pretty cool that they let schools do it and made the only money they made was off of if they were making money, too. So, um, But, yeah, it gets the power cat out there. Let's people be aware of it. Mm. it. I think it's interesting. Like, if you go, if you remember probably 10, 15 years ago, Washburn was using Wisconsin's W, or it was close. 
but I think it, I think it was eventually ruled that they were, and then they had to change it. But mm-hmm. it was interesting how maybe a, a school like Wisconsin, where it's just a letter and it's stylized a little bit, maybe that's a little yeah. different than using a power cap, but kind of interesting the the tactics i guess wisconsin's like no don't use this and k-state's like yeah here you go here's here's a free logo what bothers me though is that a lot of schools they'll like change it a little bit like they'll change like one of the lines to make it a different angle yeah like you look at it and you can tell when you intentionally alter someone's trademark so you can try to get around it that that bugs me yeah well i mean notre dame went after chapman or using uh, the Irish, the little Irishman logo. It's like, come yeah. on, really? You're Notre Dame. Come on, man. Well, the other argument is if you if you you're gonna have if you're gonna if you want the rights to the mark, you have to you have to protect protect it. the mark. Yeah. So it it looks it makes you look like a, a jerk, but you know it's just. And at the end of the day, that's probably why Kansas State t- chose this uh, pathway is. That way they didn't have to be the jerk. Just, yeah, just license it yep. for cheap. Next question is from KNED, and this is in reference to the retro baseball jerseys that K-State released last week. Sweet. Very cool looking. Uh, but is it just the White Sox T-shirt jersey that is retro, or are the crotch numbers and no belts coming back too? And KNED posted a thread where he posted this picture of I don't remember who the player was, but for the White Sox, you know, in the jersey, you know, kind of that old school 70s, 80s look, you know, full. It almost looks like a full uniform where there's no there's no belt. It's just pants and jersey. And and they also had a variation of shorts. Like, yeah, there was a a picture that someone put that looked like, yeah, like they were playing softball. But on the, the numbers weren't on the front of the jersey they were on the pants uh right next to the crotch so i don't think that they'll bring those back i mean that's kind of handy i mean that way if you want to stare at a guy's crotch you can just say i'm looking at the number yeah I'm looking at the number yeah that's kind of handy i don't know i i i like retro as long as it's not fully retro because let's be honest uh bell bottoms were never a good decision uh, mom jeans were not a good decision, and they've come back both, and I don't like it. So you can look like you're retro, but don't go full retro, man. Don't do it like if you want to have the retro basketball jersey, don't pair them with the three-inch long shorts that show your testicles. Let's just not do that. Let's let's pretend that never happened. We never made a decision to have our have our uh, stuff hanging out the side of the shorts, and let's go with uh, reasonably length shorts and not fully retro. Same oh, per, per, same principle, yeah. different pants, retro top. Shorter shorts are making a comeback in basketball. Not, I'm not that saying short. short shorts. I'm not saying short short, but if you look back to the Michael Beasley days, oh, those you look wrong. at those uniforms, they're wearing bags. Those, those, those were trash bags. Those are ridiculous. Now everyone, you know, you want a nice tailored look. I didn't know bell bottoms had come back. They were back for a while, yeah. Like recently, recently? Yeah, yeah, not to mean, you know, I'm a fashion guy there, Ryan Black. You probably didn't. I, uh, I guess <laughs> I thought that was D Scott in your office. No, no, you, you, I'm high fashion. Okay. But I'm also an international model, but people don't know that. So just got to keep that under wraps. Well, I'll just say, I just, I think the jerseys I've seen look amazing. 
I, uh, I really like the way they look. Personally. I wouldn't want them all the time. I just think they're cool for a couple games. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just really pissed they didn't get to wear their green St. Patrick's Day jerseys this year. Yeah. Baseball yeah. was canceled. Those were incredible. I was mad because Pete Hughes gave us the scoop. I know. He told us, he told us on the power chat. <laughs> Oh, about these the the St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, season gets canceled, and you know they don't. I think they might have done a tweet about it, like showing them, but I don't think they did any sales of green stuff. Like it was kind of sad. Man, every time I think about Pete Hughes and that chat, I keep thinking about his hat. <laughs> I can't not think about that hat when you guys bring him up. That's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, he shows up and goes, "Oh, this is a video." I'm like, "Yeah." Him and Stone Street both show up. This is video? Yeah, I told you. We said it was video. And thinking it was a podcast. Like, podcast, yeah. Yeah, we're sitting on a set. But I thought they great. looked fine, though. Yeah. Oh, like, it looked great. It was very him, too. I mean, Also, yeah. when I re-uploaded the Power Chats, by the way, everyone, I re-uploaded the Power Chats. So they're now a full hour, or both parts one and two are together combined. So you don't have to find another video for the second half. Uh, but look at the thumbnail that YouTube randomly picked for... The Stone Street one. Like, I left it. It was so good. He's, like, mid-laugh. Like, it. it's clear. It is the best YouTube randomly generated thumbnail I have ever had in my life. And I don't think it'll ever be beat. It's, like, perfect. I'm gonna Absolutely perfect. Okay. Anyway, last question of the podcast from Exhausted Nihilist. Man, he's exhausted when he asks as many questions. I know. He has, like, half of them, Uh-huh. Yeah, he was, is that pretty normal? Is he well, always? No. Sometimes, sometimes you'll get one where you know maybe the thread doesn't have as many questions, and you know somebody wants to ask a lot of questions, and they okay. you know they have a lot of good ones. Like yeah. I like Pickles Cat. Sometimes he hasn't posted a whole bunch in a thread before, like recently, but there was one over time where it was just him. Like he asked all the good questions, so we we let him we let him ask him. Anyway, mm-hmm. exhausted nihilist. Exhausted nihilist asks. Thinking back to your first year of college, what other majors did you consider? None. This is all I can do. This is literally all I've got. This is it, man. I can't even dig holes. I can only do this. I mean, I actually was PR, so I guess you could say I wanted to do like PR advertising, but really this kind of communications realm was all I could do. I'm good at talking, Ryan Black. That's it. That's all I got, man. I can talk, I can write, and I can juggle three balls. That's it. That's it. That's all I got in life. And and uh, beyond that, don't ask me to work out on your finances. Don't ask me to uh, engineer anything. I can garden. How's that? I can do a lovely shade garden. It's hard to make a living doing it, but, man, I can do it for you. A what? Lovely shade garden. That's a right. Shade garden. Yeah. A- uh, our property's got a bunch of shade, so pl- you have to have plants that that thrive in shade. Most. Oh wow! Okay, I've most, never heard of that. Most most gardens are like sun, like flowers want huh. the sun. We have almost all shade, so we. Well, that's interesting. I can do that. It's hard to make a living at that. It's hard to make a living just juggling three balls, um, and that just really never sounds right when I say that. Um, yeah. And uh, if I could ever figure out how to rotate uh, the the four objects, we'll say that, uh, I could maybe be a successful juggler, uh, but I never figured that out. Can you juggle knives or swords? I could, but not uh, without harming myself. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, mean, I guess you're right. Yes. I, I used to be much more proficient at juggling, but now I have eye issues, so I'm not oh, as yeah. proficient. Uh, but I used to be really good. I used to be able to do all kinds of tricks, but only with rotating three objects, not four. Four baffles me. Hmm. Isn't there a juggling kit that we found at the office? Yes, I have the three ball juggling kit. They're, they're nice little balls. They're like they're like uh, heavy hacky sack balls. They're not yeah. for hacky sack. They're juggling balls. So they're, uh, but they've got the little beads in them. So they're forgiving when they hit your hand. They don't bounce. Hmm. They're good for training. You want me to go next? Or yeah, go, yeah for it. go for it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm like Fitz in terms of yeah. I never, I never considered another major. Uh, I mean, I, I knew from the time I was in middle school that I wanted to go into sports writing, and I'm, I'm thankful and blessed to be able to do it. The only thing that I did have questions over uh, was it, it was hard for me to pick my minor because I was, I was split between history and English. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, writing is, is something where to me it would be great to have a lot, a lot of background in, in literature in English. So I ended up going with English, but, uh, history was very close. I mean, it, it really, I just kind of did some research and I said, well, I feel like I can read up on history, you know, pretty easily where, as opposed to with English, Hey, there might be novels and things that we read in there that, you know what, I wouldn't just randomly pick them up, but because I'm assigned them like, Hey, I'm getting exposed to something that I wouldn't otherwise. And I, I don't, and again, no disrespect at all to me. Like I said, I, I love history. I just felt like it would be something easier for me to learn on my own as opposed to some of the English hmm. things that I did. So that's the only, that's the only, uh, you know, um, dilemma I had in terms of choosing anything. Like I said, my major was never in question. Zach. Yeah. I don't think I ever, I don't have a journalism degree. I got a degree in business, did marketing. Ah. Uh, marketing was kind of what I wanted to do since high school, but you know, kind of after, you know, going to college and like, it's nice learning what I learned in college, but I really think that if you want to be good at marketing or business or anything digital, if it's digital, get on the internet right now, start a business, you know, research, watch YouTube videos. It's just, there's so much better options to be successful in business than going to, I mean, it's kind of like what you talk about with journalism where they teach you print right now. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, I don't want to say that business principles aren't, you know, translatable to, to digital, but it's, I don't know, stuff like but that. What, makes what's interesting about your background is you delve into all of our analytics now. You're on top yeah. of our analytics. So it's actually been a good tool for us to have you with that background and understanding what works, when it works, all of that stuff. It's all part of the game now. Yeah. But as far as, like, I never thought of any other majors, but, like, there are definitely classes that I've taken that I'm like, you know, this wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Um, I love geography. Like, if, if I could make money being doing geography, that'd be cool, but I don't know what kind of jobs other than being a pencil-pushing professor, at, you know, for freshmen at wherever you <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't think that that's, that's going to be fun doing geography. I don't really know what kind of jobs would be there but i always did well in those classes and that was fun you know it's it's interesting you mentioned history ron because i have a lot of interest in that and, and that probably would have been something i would could have pursued but i'm not a very fast reader i'm a very like ah. you know i plot along i kind of have to soak everything up 
and you got for English or history, you're doing a lot of reading. Yeah, and for sure. I uh, I would have really struggled in that because of the time consumed, not being able to read. I would have had to honestly, I would have had to train myself to read faster. And I don't know. Hmm. Again, that gets back to I'm not easy to train in any area. I just can't handle it. Just I'm a simple man, guys. I think we all know that. We all embrace that. See, I've one time had this thing that I'm very much against, and I know that you guys have it in in the way that your uh, pages are created. I'm just very much against infinite scroll because I'm one of those people that I end up, I'm like, oh, crap, I can't get out of this now because I want to keep reading more stuff. Mm. (laughs) Like relatable. I find myself. Uh, You guys do, obviously, I mean, if you have people who've missed multiple stories because you produced X amount of content, but like for me, if it's like a lot of related content that I enjoy reading, I'm going to kind of go down a rabbit hole of, of, of reading when I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. I'm that way on YouTube. When YouTube starts feeding me stuff, and then the next one comes, oh, I want this too. Oh, then I'll do you this might too. like this. Yeah. This is I need to clear my YouTube search history and watch history because the, the YouTube algorithm on my iPad, it thinks I'm a person that I am not. <laughs> <laughs> It thinks I am somebody completely different. Zach, what are you getting to watch? Uh, I don't want to say okay. out loud. Okay. Uh, we're not going to get into <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Stuff. That's nice. All right. Well, that'll leave people hanging. It's uh, political stuff. It's political stuff. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, Sorry for being. I think I'm going to close this uh, edition of the podcast with a very big personal announcement. I, uh, I have bought an iPhone. Oh. After years of the only thing in my life not being Apple was my phone. I am probably less than 24 hours away from being full team iPhone. Ryan, you're team iPhone, right? I mean, I, I re- that's what I recently got. I mean, I've had both Android and, and Apple. And, you know, I, I, I guess, I mean, and Zach, he seems a lot more, obviously, technologically savvy than me. Um, I've heard people say that Maybe Androids are better phones, but like they're just not nearly as widespread. So if like something goes wrong, you know, you're a little bit more up a creek as opposed to everybody and their mom who does anything with phones or has to work knows how to work on iPhones. I mean, it depends on what you want. Do the people around you have iPhones? And would it like is being on one ecosystem going to be more forgiving and make everybody work together a little more? Well, I look at it from this standpoint, Zach. Are everyone around you on iPhones, and they're going to peer pressure you, browbeat you (laughs) into getting the iPhone until you get the iPhone and eventually convince you that it's best? And and it is. It is. I'll say that I got it because, you know, my thing is like, hey, I mean, I'm just going to use that example of what I said about how widespread they are. To me, if if you forget your charger, a lot more likely one of your friends is going to have an iPhone charger. Yeah. just... You know, and that's. But here's my interesting observation. Uh, my Android uses a USB-C yeah. charger, which is common now with Androids, which is also what is plugged into the side of my MacBook Pro. So at basketball games, if I needed to charge my phone, ironically, I could unplug my Macintosh Apple product and plug in my Android phone with the same charger. But the iPhone uses a different charger than the macbook so uh, now i have to order a bunch of lightning cables because which uh i'm one of those guys uh, i got the phone i got the phone the the pro max 11 the pro max 11 with 
Tons of memory. Yep. Just three cameras and however yep. many. Yeah. D. Scott has the Pro and the wife uh, has the 11 just because it was lavender. It's beautiful. It's actually really Yeah, I have, I have Pro as well. So, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, you, sw- you switched, Ryan? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it came down to, I can't remember when it was, Zach. Oh, man. It was sometime early this year. I think it was maybe right after the Oklahoma game, you know, that K State lost and blew a late lead there in, in Norman that my phone it finally just completely just completely died you know and, and given what I do with my job not only covering K-State but then needing to be able to get in touch with people at work you know I, I just decided to go like I said and it was I use that exact example that I'm telling you guys is because so many people I work with and who I'm around already have iPhones and I'm like well if I were to get my charger or something one day it's a lot more likely they'd be able to help me out as opposed to you know, another Android before, before uh, my, my previous one was an LG G4, but before that I had an iPhone. I can't remember what number it was, but, but I had, so, I mean, I've kind of switched back and forth. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, how do I put it? I'm not for or against necessarily anything specifically. I just kind of like switching around, which I guess makes me weird, right? Because usually once you get the one thing you like, you just stick with it forever. But So after nearly, yeah. I guess around 20 years of not having an iPhone, I have an iPhone. It is in my possession. I tried to transfer data across. That failed like four times, and mm. I finally gave up and got my contacts in there. I'll lose my messages. I'll figure out how to get photos across. Uh, oh, so you do have it now? I have it in my possession. Yeah, I you you're getting it tomorrow. I, well, I'm going to activate it. I haven't activated oh. it. I'm still oh. working on, off my Android because I've been busy. I've been We, we keep having uh, pandemic news and other stuff. Breaking recruiting and pandemic have made this a very busy week for the Go Powercat news team, which is that's been good. I mean, it's good to be busy, and and plus I'm going to be uh, I got a bunch of added responsibilities next week because I am actually letting D Scott Fritchin take a vacation. I wow. am uncuffing him from his desk and letting him go travel somewhere. How about that? I know. It's going to be nice. We're going to miss it. And your food you've been cooking looks really good. I hate that you're not allowed to have people around. It sucks. I do I do want to get into uh, socially distant drinking around my fire pit with friends. Yeah. Because I've got that. We've got that set up really well so that people can come sit around. I was so, texting with my I'm buddies. Kind of, I'm kind of inviting myself if that's okay because hopefully now that people see that I just live with my cat, they'll get on your message board and say, don't you feel sorry for Ryan? Not the one who's on vacation, but Ryan who came on that podcast that time. You should invite him over. We should. Well, I, well I'll have you over sometime, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. I appreciate that you appreciate that. Yeah, I'll, I'll even invite Zach. I'll get uh, I'll, I'll get a spritzer for Zach. I should probably not go out to Aggieville then without a mask no. for a couple of weeks. No, guys, I got a feeling we're going to find out a lot of stuff about Aggieville in the near future. Well, I've actually, I've got a friend that works down in Aggieville that I hit him up last couple yeah. of nights ago. I was like, Hey, you want to do something? He's like, Hey, I can't, I'm, I'm quarantined right now. Waiting to waiting to test. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, Oh boy, I saw you the other night. And I'm wondering well, I if mean, obviously Fitz, I know you're very passionate about the masks and, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people where it's like, you know, anytime before I go into a store, I put it on. I mean, I'm not sitting here wearing it right now and I don't wear it at work because I mean, we only have a handful of people in the office right. as it keeping socially distant. But like if I'm going into a grocery store or any kind of any kind of store, I'm gonna put it on. 
you know, that's just out of, like I said, out of respect for other people, you know? I mean, that's, that's I why I do it. And you know, and that's what business. people refuse to grasp that it's not really protecting you. It's protecting in case yeah. you are infected, Correct. you can't share it as easily. Yep. And here's my, here's my metaphor. And this is a great way to wrap up uh, an overtime podcast. If you found out that you were immune to your own farts, but your own farts could kill someone around you, would you fart in public? No, you probably would stop and say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice, and I'm not gonna f- sneak that fart over in the meat aisle of the grocery store because <laughs> Joanne over across the way might drop dead from my fart in a week. I'll be fine, but she might die. I might never know she died, but you know, I, I'm if my farts can kill, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna stop uh, farting in public, and that's why I'm a dumbass. I'm deadly. I'm shocked, Fitz. That's the one that you went with because I was positive. Given that we answered like six urine questions, it was going to be that example yeah. of, okay, if you're out naked and you pee, you could get it on someone else. But at least if you're wearing pants, it only gets on you. Yeah, that one. That yeah. that's really good. I was good positive one. that's what you were going to do because yeah. it ties in all the, you know. And and also, let's just be honest. Now, uh, due to prostate cancer, all peeing questions. I'm answering pre-prostate cancer. Yeah. It, the game has been changed. I am Adam Sandler, and I could be peeing in my pants because everyone does it. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to The Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.